My name is Matt Brown. Top of the ninth. Pitch. Hit on the ground is short. Go to second. Force in time. Ball game over. American League Division Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. And let's start the show. That's how he's pitched tonight. Backwards. And it is a breaking ball. Swerger was ready. How far does this go? Second deck. Kyle Swerger tees off. Because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 19th. Yes, our second podcast on Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Did NFL earlier today. Now it's time to talk about the MLB postseason. Before we go to the highest mountains and scream hallelujah to celebrate the Yankees knocking out the Cleveland Guardians last night and advancing to the ALCS as we meet those sons of bitches known as the Houston Astros for the third time in the ALCS in five years. And before we talk about the NLCS, which has been rocking and rolling with two wildcard teams in the San Diego Padres and Philadelphia Phillies, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. Want Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at Prod Convo Pod, want TikTok at Productive Conversations. Thank you, Alexander Dolorenta Jesus, for providing that content for us. So, you, you literally, if you see on your podcasting platforms, we posted an NFL show today reviewing week six, looking ahead to week seven. And now we're switching gears to talk about baseball. I've been working a lot these last two days with the show. Though I'm a tired man, though I am somewhat running on fumes, but I'm keeping my health in order, it is more important to show the greatest fans in the world that this podcast will always provide quality content. And this time with sports, as October is the best month of the year, and we are really psyched and we will always continue to give great content to the greatest audience ever, the audience of this podcast, the Reductive Nation. Thank you so much for the support. So as we talked with Kevin Bars, Desmond, and Alex Rinello on football today, we are going to focus on baseball with Alex Young and Leo Rodriguez. As I said, we are going to talk about the Yankees defeating the Guardians in a nail-biter of a division series, reflect on the Astros' road to get there defeating Seattle. We head into the Braves and Philly series where the Phillies knocked out a heavy-favored reigning world champions Atlanta Braves, but too bad there's going to be a new champion this year no matter what. 
in San Diego, knocking out the world-renowned Los Angeles Dodgers, having them get embarrassed, and they lose at home in front of San Diego. And now we have the NLCS, which already started last night with the Phillies winning 2 to nothing. They lead the series one game to zero. And then the heavyweight battle is going to start tonight. 7-37, Astros and Yankees. Oh... They're waiting a long time for this. Three solid years to get them one more time. And the time has come. And you know what? It's time is, you know what? Time is up for Houston. Time is now for the Yankees. And as we soak it all in, where I put my emotion into it with my intelligent analysis as well as Alex and Leo's intelligent talents as well. This is going to be a big show. Time to break down the ALCS and LCS and look ahead to see who's going to make it in the World Series. It's going to be a great time, everybody. So let's get to it. Let's talk all things baseball postseason. October baseball. Nothing better. Absolutely nothing better. So here we go. Leo and Alex, it's your turn once again. Let's get to it. Let's go right now. This is a very productive conversation. OMG. The Yankees kicked ass against the Guardians. We have an ALCS, a true heavyweight fight. Yankees versus Astros. The National League has two wild cards, two wild card teams coming at it, and they're gonna bring hell of fire to the to the uh, you know world in baseball. But ultimately, the baseball playoffs have been everything we've wanted to and more. And let's get into it as we look ahead to the championship series. We have Leo again. What's up, Leo? What's up? Glad to be back. Let's go. Me too. Me too. Alex is back as well. What's up, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to talk some uh, ALCS, NLCS. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yes, it will be. All right, guys. I guess let's talk about the, before we get it to the teams and the matchups as a whole, um, let's focus on this. MLC postseason has created so much drama. What do you guys think about all the hype? Crazy games, all the fanfare with the, uh, especially in the division series. We saw an 18 inning game. We saw, like I said, wildcard teams break away uh, to make it to the final four, if you will. We saw these teams that won hundreds of games throughout the season your Dodgers, your Braves, and your Mets earlier on. They didn't even make it. They got the major layoffs and, uh, you know, they're the ones sitting at home. Just how do you feel about October baseball up until the middle of the month at this point? Uh, it's been exciting. I mean, uh, other than me and Leo being Mets fans uh, and an, mm. an unfortunate early exit for us. But um, we already talked all about that. Uh, it's been fun. Um, you know, there's been teams that got hot at the right time. We've seen that in the NLCS right now. Um, who No one I think thought the Phillies and the Padres would be facing off. But here we are. Um you know, and then going over the OCS, Yankees, Astros, we get what I think everyone wanted this year. We want that, you know, kind of redemption story, if you will, for the Yankees to overcome this Astros hill. If they can, we could, we'll discuss that. But uh, it's been exciting. Um, it's been fun. The only thing I'm thinking of, and we can talk about it maybe a little later, um, I think we should change the game format 
I know, you know, wild card was traditionally one game and you're out and this year it's three. I think it should be best of five wild card and then best of seven the rest of the way. Um, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say this as a Mets fan that just lost in the wild card. Um, I'm just thinking going forward, you get more baseball one. And with these teams that have had good seasons, you know, uh, you catch them off on two bad nights. You are they're They're gone. I say, if you get three bad nights, you deserve to be out of the postseason. Um, so, you know, I think it should be five and seven the rest of the way. Uh, just one, I want more baseball. And two, I just think it would make the wild card a little bit more fun. I know three games is, is fun, but it's kind of quick. Um, and, you know, we're seeing now, and a lot of people are complaining, you know, that the NLCS, you know, uh, is teams that don't really deserve to be there because it just caught these teams on bad days and then they're already out, right? So, uh, you know, I think it should be best if I best seven the rest of the way. That's the one thing I was just thinking of uh, watching these postseason um, so far is that I think it would be fun to have wild card best of five and then best of seven the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I always said that baseball had the best playoffs. I, it's, I think it's just mm. the most exciting time of the year and it interlaps in the beginning of the football year and the basketball year. And I can't even get into football and basketball until the baseball finishes. But... I love the format. I do. I, I hated that one game elimination. I hated mm-hmm. that so much. But I think it's fine. Wild card is best out of three, then best out of five, then best out of seven in the World Series. Um, uh, yeah, I, I had a feeling where the wild card teams are they they start playing and and they know the mix of things already. Every every day is an elimination game, and then the good teams are sitting down and we saw how they both got eliminated the Dodgers and the Braves I think it really affected them and it almost affected the Yankees and they got I think they got real lucky I think they scratched one out <laughs> so let's see how, what happens I think we got great series I think we saw the Dodgers and Padres we saw the Braves. That surprised me. The Phillies are the biggest surprise to me. And they won yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, I think it's the most exciting time of the year. We've seen great teams, great pitching, great offense, defense, um, weird games, 18 innings, blown saves. It's just been everything in this last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think, Alex, you make an interesting point if they could somehow figure that out schedule-wise. And that brings yeah, me that's to... Um, Sorry. That's, that brings me to this next point I'm thinking on. We have the layoffs as a major issue. Now, I think your idea works, Alex, as long as instead of having two first-round buys, it's one. Mm. Uh, one team gets the yeah. buy. I think that makes the most sense. And listen, we're going to, as we break down the ALCS, especially, we'll get into it a little more. But, um, but, um, but, um, excuse me, lost my train of thought. Uh, if, if uh, the Yankees make a real push on these asses, which we want, and if they really beat this Astros team and say they beat them handily, then maybe people have a case about the layoffs. But then again, ultimately just win. Like, who cares about the extra breaks you get? That's a whole life thing. You know, people literally bored on third base and whatever. You got to still win the game no matter what, despite the advantages. And, you know, those who are meant to be will still figure it out. So 
that's how I feel in this. You know, the Braves, as I said, the big three and the Braves, Dodgers and Mets with all 100 plus win teams didn't win where they were supposed to. So I don't think the layoffs um, should be something to complain about. Hence, we'll help your point more to have a wildcard series as five games, Alex. But do you feel the same way with the layoffs or people are just, uh, you know, being crybabies about it? And I'll admit I'd probably be one, too, if um the ha- obviously happened with my team and we lost with the layoff, but you know, it is what it is. Right. And, you know, I'm sure in history that has happened. So there you go. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge thing about the layoffs. I mean, uh, a good amount of sports deal with layoffs before the big games, right. You have football that has that, um, you know, basketball to an extent there's, you know, a little bit of break before postseason play for these teams, you know, with the playing tournament now, um, you know, playing a factor. Um, so I wasn't a big proponent of, of saying that, um, you know, it's the playoffs. You have to be ready when it, when it matters. Um, you know, uh, I think layoffs can have a benefit more than a disadvantage. Uh, you know, if teams are banged up and injured, uh, you get those few extra days to rest up uh, and get ready. Um, you know, and you should be taking the time to, be game ready. Um, uh, you know, I know baseball is a very tough sport. You know, getting a few days off can really knock yourself off. Really, these all these guys have routines and all these things that they need to do. But um, I wasn't a huge person on thinking. Oh, you know, just because the Dodgers got a few extra days, you know, that's the reason why they lost to the Padres. It was no, the Padres stayed hot. Uh, they did everything they had to do to to win games and, and grind them out. You know, they weren't you know, disproportionate scores. It wasn't like every game was Padres 11, Dodgers 2. You know, it was it was a battle. Um, so I wasn't a huge person. I'm thinking, you know, uh, the layoffs are going to cause any issues for these teams um, because they have to be game ready. You should be taking that extra time to rest up, heal up, whatever you got to do, strength, conditioning, be in the, the batting cage extra time. It's the playoffs. You got to be ready to go when it matters. So I'm not one of those type of fans of being like, oh, he's got the extra days. This 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 is brutal. Now you should still be ready when, when it matters. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's not like they off for two weeks, not even a week. It was like three, mm. four days off. And look at Houston. Houston took a full advantage, swept <laughs> Seattle, and uh, I think it would have really helped the Mets and getting shirts and mm-hmm. the ground rested. But like you said, they got to be ready. They professionals, and uh, I think it, it it helps the pitching more so. It probably affects the hitters. Mm-hmm more because if, if you high, you do not want to sit down for a weekend, you know, just go out and play in the next game. And, uh, but like you said, I think the wild card teams in the national league, I think they took full advantage. They were high Phillies was those bats that Phillies and the San Diego will have great lineups. And uh, once they got playing meaningful baseball, playoff baseball, and they just kept on moving and, they were high against the um, St. Louis and the Mets and then moved on and took their high bats to the Dodgers and uh, Braves and it worked out for them. So I think I like, I like the layoffs. I think, I think, I think more teams will plan ahead of time. And uh, I don't know. I think the layoffs is, I think it's going nowhere. I think um, the, one thing I don't like is how the Yankees play. I get, I get it with the rain delay, and then they have to play. They're flying into Houston today. I think that's bad. But mm-hmm. what can you do? Hey, it just is what it is, right? Um, 
what are you, like you said, what are you going to do? But regardless, you're in the opportunity to make amends of it and make an impact. And if you uh, make the most of this opportunity, right, no matter when they're supposed to show up. And with that, what do you let's get into the ALCS right away, gentlemen. First, I want to talk about the Yankees and their win into getting there. And then we'll talk about Houston's Houston's road first with the Yankees. They cut it close, really, really close. And well, I, I can't. I'm so happy that we're talking about the Yankees in a positive light after what I thought um, could have gone either way. Now, Yankees win game one on a stellar performance by Garrett Cole. Tough loss at game two, losing at the tail end of the game. Game three, losing on a walk off. And then we're now down two games to one. Then game four happens. Garrett Cole pitches a stellar again. Mm-hmm. Off it starts right away. And, you know, I knew the Yankees were going to win this series after Josh Naylor's rockabye baby gesture to Garrett Cole. That had bad karma written all over it. That did not give them a lead. And I just knew that if we could just hold our own at that point, we're going to win this series. And it turns out to be true. I credit to the Guardians. Nobody expected them to go this far. They made a real push in September and they made the Yankees and the Yankees fans nervous. Well, ultimately, their weakness of not being able to hit, you know, more than just a couple bloop singles here and there. And, you know, we're at where we're at now. And though their pitching was definitely a uh, highlight, Yankees, the Yankees made offense right away. You know, shouts in game five with Stanton's three-run homer, who was an MVP in the series. Judge goes deep again as well. And um, we're here where we are at right now. And I'll have more to that, but um, I'll add more to that a little on. But how about the Yankees beating the Guardians? Were you guys nervous like I was? Did you think at any point that Cleveland could be the one to knock off the Yankees? For me, there's some shaky moments for the Yankees um, where I thought the the series was about to change. You know, obviously the walk-off loss, um, you know, you kind of were in control of that game. I went to sleep at during that game. I was like, oh, Yankees got this. And then I woke up and it was 6-5 Guardians. And I was like, what happened? Uh, so I watched the end of that and I was like, uh-oh, um, the momentum can change. But uh once it flipped the force in game five back at Yankee stadium, I was like, I, I can't see the guardians upsetting uh, the Yankees, uh, especially them being pissed off, which was great, which was fantastic at the end. I'm a Mets fan. Everyone knows that them taunting Josh Naylor at the end of that game was fantastic. And him, what he did, I was like, Oh, oh yeah. if they have a chance, if they have a chance to do anything, they're going after him and seeing the fans do the rock, the baby, uh, Glaber sealing their win at second, doing the rock, the baby. I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, and you know, that after the walk up, I was a little nervous, but then I was like, if they forced game five back at Yankee stadium, the place is going to be rocking. Then they had the rain delay happen. That team's motivated. Uh, and then, like I said, I called it both of you guys. know. I said, John Carlos, a different guy, uh, you know, uh, come, come October. And what does he do? Clutch three run home run to start off that game. And I was like, all right, Yankees have this one. So uh, 
you know, congrats to the Guardians. They're way ahead of schedule in my eyes. I didn't see them to them to fight the Yankees to break put them to the you know the brink of elimination. Uh, just kudos to them. Uh, I think they have a bright future, but uh, you know the Yankees just had too much firepower, and, and having that home field in Game Five was just the, the the changing factor for them. Yeah, I think I think after Game One, I was like, all right, they might sweep the Guardians, and then they lost. And then I saw um, Evan Judge's numbers, and he, he was not hitting at all in like mm-hmm. the first three games. I think he was 0 for 7 with, like, six strikeouts or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy like that. And I was nervous. Like, oh, that, lay- that layover wasn't helping him at all. And I was scared because, to me, I think Evan Judge, clearly the MVP and for the Yankees. And uh, if he wasn't hitting, they ain't beating nobody. I'm sorry. Not, not, not even the Cleveland Guardians. And when – and then I think he started batting second. I guess it helped him. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought after seeing uh, the Braves and the Dodgers lose, I thought it was going to have the same thing with the Yankees. And Cleveland is one of those teams where they just they don't strike out. It's just a whole bunch of bloop hits. And they were putting the ball in play. Mm-hmm. And then the the bullpen, the bullpen of the – of the Yankees is looks real shaky. We clearly saw that with the the blown save the other night, and and the Cleveland has great pitching, but like again, uh, once I saw that rock the baby by Naylor, it just it was just horrific. I was like, oh no, you do not kick a giant on when he's down. <laughs> it's clearly and once I saw that. And, it, and once he did the home run, it was just – he didn't tie the game, didn't get the lead. It was just – got them closer. Yeah. And it was like, why? Why do that? Why? And just that Yankee karma, you just saw the cloud come over. Like, okay, it's over. And then I hear the – then on the rain delay, they couldn't find hotels for the Guardians. Mm. So all of them was, like, scattered around. In a way, I'm thinking, like, oh, the Yankees did that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, once it was a 4 o'clock game yesterday and that home run from Stanton, it was just, all right, it's over. That's it. They in no way losing that game. And they started making arrangements against Houston. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now the uh, thing we have to go through is we're here and now we have to actually look at ahead and to look at the weaknesses from the Cleveland series and try to figure out how we advance in with Houston after that. So first and give credit to Houston. Um, they sweep Seattle. They played an 18 inning game at one point, you know, it was one thing that was interesting to point out. We saw Altuve have a bad series. You saw Verlander not um, being Verlander, but on the uh, with but what with stellar performances of people, especially your Don Alvarez, they are where they are. And now, um, as we record today on the Wednesday, the nineteenth, and as we look at a game at seven thirty this afternoon, we are in a good spot. And you know. This is going to be some good stuff ahead. And now let's look into this series. Ultimately, Houston versus New York, heavyweight battle. They've played three previous postseason series since Houston joined the AL, I think back in 2012. Heartbreaking wild card loss in 15. 17 gave it to seven games. 
and they lose after leading three games to two. And then um, we know what happens in 2019. Altuve's home run in game six. And uh, we're now finally three years later can avenge ourselves from that. Houston's in their sixth straight championship series as well. And this Houston team just keeps winning. Like I said, despite um, the last series where some people performed and some didn't, you still have Altuve. You still have your Don Alvarez, Alex Bregman, Pena, Kyle Tucker. If Verlander can get back to being Verlander, that's a stellar starting pitcher. And um, I mean, Houston's, a really, really good team. And I am definitely aware and wary of that. So it's going to be good. And we're very excited for this series. Even on paper, Houston might come off as the better team. I think this Yankee team still has a lot of talent. And one thing you said, you guys said, it's all about who is hot at the right time. The Yankees are hot right now. Even though they made it very nerve-wracking against Cleveland, they still won, and that momentum will go a long way. And with Houston taking a solid, what, five days off, mm-hmm. that might uh, be a disadvantage to them. How do you feel about this series as a whole now? Can the Yankees finally get over the hump and defeat Houston? Uh, I think it's going to be a real tough battle um, for them. Uh, but again, Verlander – looked extremely shaky in that first game. I'm looking at stats here. Six runs, ten hits, one walk against that Mariners team, right? He is in his last five posting starts since game two of the ALCS. He's 0 for 3 with a near 6 ERA. So that's kind of crazy for Verlander. However, he is 4-1 and one with the sub-3 ERA in eight starts against the Yankees in the playoffs. So he has played the Yankees a lot. He looks shaky, so who knows? Um, I, I think Verlander's the type of guy who can bounce back. We've seen that multiple times for him. Um, but just the rest of the Astros pitching staff's insane. Uh, they're all really, really good. They're all talented arms. They they all perform when it matters. Um, you know, their bullpen arms are, are solid too. I know one of them like punched punches locker and he broke his hand or something. Yes. I don't know what he did, the Madden or whatever, who was a great pitcher, but again, stupid move. Uh so he's out. Um so you know, they all have arms. And then obviously that lineup's insane. Um, you know, that you, you we thought all thought they lose Carlos Correa uh and they're not gonna have it. Then they got a guy Jeremy Pena who was the clutch guy in the Mariners to clinch them to get to the ALCS hit the broke up that tie, right? So mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of talent. You know, Jordan, to me, is a top three hitter in the AL, maybe Clearly. all of baseball. Um, you know, we know what he can do. Uh, if it wasn't for Aaron Judge, I think that – and Shohei Otani, I think you could sneak Jordan as, as a top three in an MVP conversation. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see Jordan at Yankee Stadium uh, with that, that field. I think he can get some absolute moonshots uh, there, depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. So – I think it's going to be a battle. And I, I, you know, we're seeing all the arms for the Yankees kind of stepping up right now. Um, you know, the bullpen is a little shaky compared to the Astros, where they've relied on their guys and their guys have pitched three innings here and there. You know, they've had these marathon games against the Mariners um, and perform. So, you know, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, 
I could see it go to distance, honestly. Um, but at the end of the day, I think really the ball is in the Yankees' court. They have to show up against this Astros team. Dang. They have to be dominant um, from the top to bottom. Um, they really have to because any any you know you know advantage the Astros get, they're going to take, and we saw that. You know, we saw what Jordan did against the Mariners. Every single missed pitch, he absolutely destroyed. Mm -hmm. So you have to really show up against this Astros team because we've seen them time and time again. And I'm talking about them now, not a few years ago with the cheating thing. Right now, this team, when it matters, they deliver in clutch moments. So you have to be at the top of your game against this Astros team. And that's why I think it's going to be a fun series um, because I think the Yankees should show up here um, because – of the history they have against this team, they finally want to get over this hill and they know what it takes to eventually be the Astros team. So that's why I think it's going to be really, really fun. Um, and it's really going to be a toss up for me at this point. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited about this. When the playoffs started, I, all I kept saying was, you know what? The Yankees better be Cleveland and Houston better be Seattle because this is what the world's waiting for. This, this is what they care for. Houston is destined for the World Series. Like you said, Alvarez is MVP of the playoffs right now. He looks like like Barry Bonds, everybody combined. He's great. The whole team of tour is heading. It's just the team looks absolutely stacked, man. And, but I think, I think, I think one thing we we learned from this playoffs is the layover. I think the five game is gonna affect them. Verlander, he's not a he's not a young cat no more. Mm-hmm. He's not. I, I get he had a great season, and I think the five games and what we saw from the last, his last start, game one is gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. If the Yankees gonna sneak one win in Houston, I think they got it. I I, I think. With Judge and Stanton, Donaldson, I think those guys, we need home runs from those guys. We need big hits. We need RBIs, big spots from dumb guys. Um, I think Cole, I think, I think Cole, once again, he had two great starts. I think he'll continue that. I think every time Cole starts, at least he's going to start at least two games this series. They need to win both those games when he starts. I love Nestor Cortez. I think he's he's gonna he's a great number two. Um, man, I do. I everything is telling me Houston, Houston, Houston. <laughs> but like everything was telling me Mets and Braves and Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I think it'll be an upset. I think it'll be a major upset. I'm not a Yankee fan at all, but I think the Yankees. I think they're riding this wave. They they just won, won a big game yesterday, and they go fly out in Houston today. And I think I think they might sneak one big win today. I think they're gonna get this game. And if they do win this one, I think they're gonna win the series. I think I think it does go game game seven or at least six. But I think the Yankees gonna sneak disappoint the Astros in the series. All right, let me just give you my real emotional in this, my emotional part. Listen, at the end of the day, it goes like this. As I've just logged this real quick. So listen, I want the Houston Astros. I want their fans. I want everyone involved in that space city to have their hearts written, ripped out of their skulls. What am I saying? I want their hearts written out their bodies. I want their brains ripped out their skulls. I want everybody (laughs) to suffer. It's been a solid seven years of this bullshit with Houston always having the Yankees number. 
No matter what, we change managers, we change rosters, we go through it all, and Houston always is the one. Well, you know what? It's time for our, It's time for us to be number one. We're due for some luck. We want to finally be in the World Series. It's been 13 freaking years. Me and Alex were in high school, freshman year of high school since then. Wow. And now we're close to... 30 years old. And um, I mean, Jesus, I know, I know sports rips you to shreds and sports gives you a lot of stress, but you know what? At least for the Yankee fan, at least for that guy wearing the Yankee authentic Jersey for that person who wants to talk about Aaron judge, they want to talk about Glaber and Garrett Cole. Well, I think it's time for us to really experience what it's like to be in the world series again there's a whole generation who hasn't so with that and all our analysis with two of the greats and alex and leo i want to put a cap on this yankees can win it the bullpen which was the one weakness coming into it they held their own against cleveland i know that houston is 10 times better especially with their offense than cleveland was but you know what baseball is one weird sport And sometimes you need it to flow your way. And you know what? It's time for the Yankees to have some luck with it. And let's make it happen. And if they don't, if we lose in the ALCS again, then I will get that same energy, eat crow, and also talk about how we need to blow this thing up because it's clearly not working. (laughs) This is our last chance. Everything's on the line. Now let's make sure we make the most of it. So that's what I have to say there as a Yankee fan. And that's my proclamation. <laughs> Very animated there, Matt. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Now, now let's look at the National League really quick. And then um, we'll be wrapping it up from here. So but who would have thought? You know, it was mentioned before that we had the Phillies and San Diego. Nobody really expected this per se. I mean, when Swan Soto joined San Diego in the middle of the season, that was pretty sick. And people thought, wow, this team might have something. And then the Phillies looked like they were free falling with Joe Girardi. They changed their managers. And then, I mean, wow, look what's going on. Bryce Harper looks like the star player. He was again, Kyle Schwarber, you know, that ball still hasn't landed. Yes, really, really 488 yeah, yeah, yeah. insane stuff. Insane. And as we're recording this, the Phillies do lead the series three games, sorry, one game to zero in a best of seven. And, um, you know, solid to get a win on the road right away. And I think this Phillies team is pretty legit. And, and, and on paper, they're pretty sick. They have some stellar pitching, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, um, you know, if Noah Syndergaard was anything like he was in the prime with his Mets, that's another solid option. And this team defensively is pretty sweet. And Reese Hopkins is an underrated player, I think. I think the Phillies really may have a chance. But then look at San Diego, who clearly are not afraid to beat a team that so many people thought that they couldn't beat. They knocked out the Mets and the Dodgers. Like, kudos to them. That's saying something. Hmm. And the game they lost, it was still, it could have gone either way. I mean, when you only have one hit in the game, like they did in game one, you're not going to go far. But that could just turn around today and uh, the series moving forward. 
with Machado and Juan Soto and and Grissom playing like Grissom in 2022 playoffs. They have a lot of good things going on there, and they have a very good manager. And they're doing all this without Fernando Tatis, man. He he's, he's you forgot about him that he was on the right. stage. And um, I think there's a lot to take away from this series. And even though you have one big market team on the East Coast, one technically small market team in San Diego, I think this is still an entertaining series for baseball fans and sports fans to get into. So having said all of that, and knowing that so far the Phillies are up one game to zero, how do we see the rest of this moving forward? Mm, it's... It's weird for me because, you know, I, we're, I'm a Mets fan. I don't want to see the Phillies succeed, but they're, they're, <laughs> I feel you. I, when I saw them getting in the postseason, right, you know, as a Mets fan, watching them, watching the series with the Mets, like I didn't see this team as a team that can make it to the World Series, right? They have the talent, but like mm-hmm. they have a couple good arms, their bullpen's up and down, but like their defense was in there. Then it like clicked for them. Once it came when it mattered to here to clinch the wild card spot to get to where they are now, it really had it clicked. All their pitching, their hitting in big spots. Yeah, obviously, you know, uh Harper, we all know to be a perennial MVP when he came back from his injury. That like kind of changed this team. Like I think they really missed him. Once he came back, he was, you know, raking. Mm-hmm. Now he's raking in the postseason. Um, you know, so they have a bunch of firepower offensively. You know, their outfield is all kind of all-star talent. Uh, and, you know, DH and short, you know, like they all have good arms, and, uh, good bats and stuff like that. So they have the firepower, uh, but their pitching has to hold up here. Everyone has to step up and they have the arms to do it. They have the Nolas of the world. Wheeler dealt the other day, you know, so. Um, but the Padres are equally offensive, you know, as well. They have a, a top line. You know, they don't have Tatis. Obviously, Tatis is there, I think, Everyone earlier on would have thought this team was a World Series team. Right. Um, but they have the same kind of matchups here and there. They have the guys that can hit home runs, the guys that can get on base, right? So it's a very well-balanced lineup for both these teams, which is why I think this NLCS is exciting. Uh, you know, as we saw yesterday, it was like a pitching duel, you know, and then Schwarber hits the big home run to kind of get the distance, um, you know. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think both these teams are well-matched. I think they respect each other. Uh, they have both good talented arms. They have good talented uh, hitting. So I really don't know who's going to win this series, honestly. Um, it could go either way for me. Um, you know, right now I'm leaning more Padres. I think they have a little bit more talent than than the Phillies. But again, anything can happen in baseball, right? So um, I didn't think either of these two teams are going to be in the NLCS. Here we are now. It's fun so far. You know, we have game two tonight. We'll see how it happens. I always say the first two games are always telling in a series. Um, you know, so we'll see tonight. Um, it should be a lot of fun and uh, we'll see. But I think both these teams are really well balanced. So that's why it makes this uh, series so fun. Yeah, like you said, baseball is weird. I thought for sure. Was <laughs> was they make this big trade for Soto, and I'm thinking, okay, they that's their full World Series. But then Tatis gets suspended, and they start losing. And Hater, Hater was horrific. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the yeah, trade, I mentioned yep, that. he was terrible. Yeah. Yep. And then Soto is not the you know Soto is still a great player, but he's not hitting as we known that him to be and he's still taking his walks but he's not tearing it up you know uh and then the phillies you, you know this match Mets fans the mets beat up on them all year mm-hmm. and they are a complete mess like bullpen wise they give up 
late leads and defensive defensively they're not the best defensive team at all and uh, but like you said, the lineup has always been scary. Like Shore, Bro, Hoskins, Harper, Castellanos, Velmuto. So good. The team is stacked offensively. I mean, I don't think they're going to have trouble scoring runs, as you've seen against the two runs. That was enough. And uh, San Diego, again, it just, I feel like, I don't know. We said, after, they beat, after they beat the Dodgers, I feel like they... I get it. They beat their rivals, but they were celebrating hard after that series, man. You would thought you would think they won the whole World Series. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they might be a little hungover after that. And and they still they still got two rounds to go. And I feel like the Phillies, I think Harper, I think I think Harper wants it more. I think he got he, he got these guys because they know they're not supposed to be there. They know they were the afterthought after the Mets and Braves. I feel like Harper is telling this team, listen, World Series was a bust to them. I think I feel like they got the eye of just gold for them. And Wheeler, wow, Wheeler looks amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. How good he got. And then Nola's pitching to, tonight, I think. Um, uh, with San Diego, I need Soto to, I get it. He's a very patient hitter and he's taking his walks by, you need, he needs to hit, he needs to hit doubles and home runs and for them to win, he needs to get some knocks. Same as Machado. Um, uh, this is going to be a fun series. I think it's, it was two, nothing, one hit game for them. It was just. I don't think we're gonna see another game like that. Honestly, I think I think this might be a juggernaut run home one type of series, especially when they go to Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia winning game one was big for them, and they they do have the edge right now. But I think San Diego because I feel like they have way more pitching, and I think and because Philadelphia, yes, they have a great lineup, but they do strike out a lot more. So mm-hmm. I think. They might edge this one out, San Diego, because just because they have more better mm. pitch. Okay, so Leo is going to go with San Diego. Um, Alex, you're going to go with San Diego. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a fun battle, but I think San Diego will get the edge here. All right, cool. And I'm going to go with the Phillies. There we not go. To just even it out, but <laughs> I really, <laughs> no, but I really think. Especially with the lineups clicking and uh, and Leo, you literally named their all star caliber players there. And uh, as long as they can, you know, I know the uh, bullpen too can uh, hold their own. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Philadelphia is going to be back in the World Series for the first time since mm-hmm. 2009. And um, also saying that, I think the I'm going to just go with it is maybe more of a heart than head decision. I will go with the Yankees in seven. And we'll see a rematch of the 2009 World Series. Um, you said the Yankees as well, Leo and Alex, or you went with Houston? Excuse me. Oof, I'm trying to. He hasn't chosen yet. Okay, I didn't really choose. chosen yet. I was like, I was like up in the air. Um, All right, the big moment. I mean, as much as I, like you know, like I said, I want. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this because I want the Yankees to finally redeem themselves and get over this Astros hill. You know, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Yankees in six. I'm not even saying it's going the distance. Yankees in six. I'll say it'd be that. I want them to, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm sick of the Astros. I, they're a very, <laughs> very talented team. 
they're getting to like the LeBron level for me, where like LeBron was in the finals every single right, year. Right, yeah. right. It's like, all right, can we finally have someone? And then it was so great to see like Giannis finally be in the in the finals, and mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, fine, you know, like <laughs> somewhat different. Uh, so. Uh, and, this, you know, the Bucks and the Suns are so refreshing. I want to finally see someone different than the Astros finally get into the World Series. So that's why I picked the Yankees. You got it. All right. And, Leo, do you want to uh, elaborate that a little more? Oh, same thing. Houston, listen. <laughs> Houston is the most hated team in baseball and maybe in all sports. <laughs> and uh, really? you can tell if I'm choosing the Yankees over the Houston. Um, I think this is... If, like you said earlier, if the Yankees can't beat them this year, right now, this series, then then they got to restart and blow it up and try again. But I think it's going to be a very tight series, and but I think the Yankees could upset them this year. All right, I like it. So at this moment, I'm going to go with the Yankees-Phillies World Series. Leo and Alex will go with a Yankees in San Diego World Series. Mm-hmm. And um, there's definitely... A lot of excitement on both picks. So with that, gentlemen, I think we're all wrapped up, ready to go. I'll see you after the series or if there's some major disaster that we have to make some comments right away. But um, Alex and Leo, I appreciate you guys. And thank you so much. Thank you for having us again. Anytime. All right. Alex, sorry, Alex Young. Sorry. Alex Young, Leo Rodriguez. See you later, gentlemen. See you guys. It's a good conversation and productive conversation. Alex and Leo, thank you for your contributions. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdCombopod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Oh, yes. Just want to say let's go Yankees. The Yankees are my team. The Yankees are my absolute favorite team to watch across all sports. They're my first team I really enjoyed and loved. I have as much passion, if not more, than when I started becoming a Yankee fan. I was six years old. And I really want to see this team finally, finally make a World Series. They haven't made it since my freshman year of high school. They've been in three ALCSs since then. This is going to be their fourth. They've been in that 13-year time period. They were in 10 postseasons. And you know what? As I'm starting in the back end of my 20s, well, I guess I already have. I'll be 28 in, fuck, two and a half months. December 31st, a month and a half, whatever. I'm going to be 28 very soon. I want to see this team finally, finally win it all. And you know what? I really think they can. After this after this last series, especially, and with the Yankees' bullpen being a weakness, and then being able to shut down Cleveland, and I know, and as I mentioned, Houston's a much better team. But you know what? Stranger things have happened. And this team is talented enough to win four games against this stellar Astros team. It's not about the best. It's about who's hot. And the Yankees are really hot right now. And I hope that only leads to much success, celebration, and great memories. So let's go, Yankees. You know, good luck to the Padres and Phillies. Houston's time's up. 
And let's move forward there. One more sports podcast this week. NBA preview this Friday with the NBA crew. So you don't want to miss that. And then, you know, a couple more weeks of a lot of sports content as we close in on this sports-filled month of October. But I'm starting to record non-sports shows as well starting next week. And we'll get that groove going as well. As This isn't a sports show per se. It's a sports, news, entertainment, and culture show. And we're bringing back those three other subjects in the following weeks. So you don't want to miss it. And I will make sure it'll be worthwhile. The Productive Nation is the greatest fan base in the world. And I love each and every single one of you. Thank you to Leo Rodriguez and Alex Young for your contributions coming in. Thank you, Alex DeJesus, for your content creation for the show. And thank you, the greatest fans listeners, listeners in the world, for making this all possible. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I'm dressing fly as fuck. And if anyone saw on the video portion, I am dressed up and I'm feeling good about it. Take some time to uh, make yourself look presentable as my parents always tell me. And they're right. And I take back any time I resisted it. The podcast turns two years old tomorrow. Thank you to everybody who's been on the journey with us. And we have many more years to come of great content where we entertain, inform, and inspire you. And we grow something special together. We will celebrate the second anniversary of this podcast in the next couple of weeks. And uh, year three officially starts tomorrow so how about that let's rock and roll from there love each and every single one of you and to many more years to come thank you all right see you later see you on friday peace all she needed was some